0: This is John Sales, and I do a lot of things in the film
1: world, and you're listening to Film Wax Radio.
0: Hey everybody, it's Adam Shartoff, your host of Film Wax Radio. It's Tuesday, July 7th, 2020. This is episode 623 of the podcast. I hope you're well. This is another, I I think, wonderful episode of the podcast. We have uh, two segments coming up. The first one is with Erica Alexander. Very lovely person. I've uh, been wanting to talk to Erica for a long time, actually. It uh, turns out she's part of the team behind a new documentary called John Lewis' Good Trouble. We had on the director of that documentary on the last episode. And uh, this time, uh, par- part of the team is uh, a-, a company called Color Farm Media, of which Erica is a founder. So we'll have an Erica. And then after that, we have the team behind a new documentary called Olympia which is, of course, about Olympia Dukakis. We had on the director of that documentary some time ago when they were raising money for this making the film. Well, the film has been made, and it's having its premiere. It's actually coming up in a couple of days, and I'm going to tell you all about that in a little bit. We have Harry Mavro-McAllis, who is the director, as well as uh, Anthula uh, Matsitidis, who is a producer on the project, and uh, for both friends of mine, I can say. And I'm looking forward to that in a minute. But first, here is Erica Alexander. Let me tell you just a drop about what she is doing since her days back as an actor. And com- comic actor, actually. She was on a very popular series. Uh, this was the Friends show before Friends. It was called Living Single. And she was on it. She played uh, Maxine Shaw on that series and is very memorable. And her life and career have taken quite a few... Very, very interesting turns and we're going to talk about what she's been doing and uh, one of the reasons why she was invited on to the show in a moment. uh, So let me just tell you about Color Farm. It's a um, 21st century entertainment, innovation and social impact company. They develop and produce premium-quality scripted and unscripted content for motion picture, television, streaming, and podcast platforms. They produce content featuring multicultural characters and storylines for global multicultural audiences. They bring bold, unique stories to screens of all sizes. Color Farms co-founders are actor, writer, producer, activist Erica Alexander, and media tech entrepreneur and activist Ben Arnon. I'm very happy to uh, bring on... Erica, maybe we'll get Ben on in the future. They together co-founded the company. A little bit about Erica. She's, of course, played, as I mentioned, Maxine on Living Single, but she's also played Detective LaToya in Get Out, a huge hit film from a few years ago. Uh, she has worn many hats over the years, including actor, entrepreneur, creator, producer, and trailblazing activist. You can hear a little bit about that. Uh, as co-founder of Colorful Media and board member of Vote Run Lead, and one fair wage, Erica is on a mission to bring greater equity, inclusion, and diverse representation to both media and electoral politics. My friends, here is this fabulous person, Erica Alexander, here on Filmwax Radio. How are you? Good. How are you, Eric?
2: Life is good. Take a play.
0: Every time, Can't you know, we just knee your, to say, oh, how you doing? And then somebody actually says, and it's like, oh, yes, uh, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Uh, stress and uh, 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 it's a strange, stranger times. I couldn't imagine such a line.
2: life. It is, it is, it is more than strange. I mean, but there's a lot of good stuff happening, too. Don't you spill that as well? Yeah, I do, because... It's like a a
0: moment for people. It's an opportunity as well. It's a a gift in the sense that, you know, you can, maybe this is too, I don't know, this is through the prism of kind of political thinking, but it's an opportunity to get on the right side of history.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Yes. Absolutely. You know,
0: and also on a personal level, more time potentially with your family or your friends or, you know, however, I don't, because we're you know, kind of stuck.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's bizarre because the the best thing about it is the whole world is experiencing the same thing at the same time in terms of the fear, yes. the, the death, of course, the chaos, some of the things like that. But they're also experiencing an awakening of self inside of real community mm-hmm. and how we are all tied together. And it's amazing that the people they ignored all this time are called essential. It's so... You know essential workers and all that other stuff, and we're seeing really who runs Barter Town because then we see that leadership matters and all these things we thought didn't matter do yeah. and then we're also seeing that law and order matters you know but what type do you want you know yeah. what, what does it look like to you does it it's not everybody's picture of law and order is different so i i just it's 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 it's, it's interesting that it's all sort of in a way it, i feel like it's a re the whole world is sort of spinning at the same time and regenerating and renewal and we can have these conversations but at some point it's all going to start to merge again and blur Mm -hmm. and we'll be off in our corners and whatever we learn from this doesn't have to necessarily be about the greater good it could be make people much more strangely uh, isolated
0: yes right i'm very curious to know well we don't know of course what's happening from week to week or month to month but Let's say we go back to work, which is kind of like one of the major components of what we call normal life—just getting up in the morning and <laughs> leaving your apartment or your house and going to a job, which many, many, many hundreds of thousands of Americans have been doing. So I'm just kind of curious to when we do go back to what we, you know, think of as normal life. Um, what, how, you know, will we slip back to, or will we continue to take what we've learned, and, or? how we've changed in this time and with us, you know, and not in a negative way, in a positive.
2: Yeah. I wonder about that too. Um, because I think a lot of people are seeing images that disturb them. And I think they're going to take that with them too. Some of it will be freeing for people. They really will start to fight for an inclusion and, um, diversity in a way that they never had. We we're talking about the idea of, of reparations and, um, reinvention of what America is, not just what the founding fathers who were owning slaves and who may not have been the most, um, uh, let's just say, progressive people that we think now, but they were um, very intelligent and strong in how they built this country. But we're also seeing that that's not enough to stop Um, corruption at the highest levels. They can do what they want. They can ignore subpoenas. They can change things through executive orders. They can do all these things. They can suppress the vote. They can um, steal elections by through secretaries of states. It's crazy. You know, ignorance is also fits right into the formula. It's like, not
0: only are you as, you know, assume you're nonstop soundtrack, by the way. (laughs) I hope you can see right behind me. There's a bunch of moving boxes. Yes, we can get and to that man later. I'm leaving this, uh, uh, but um, you know, like when it comes to the uh, the orange guy, let's just, yeah. But you know, with that complete lack of, I mean, you know, he's just used to just anything he wants. He just you know assumes he's going to get right. And then there's ignorance and stupidity on top of it. It's a perfect form because he's like a president can do whatever they want to do. Yeah, and guess it's, what? It's not the he truth. Can. Well, as it turns out, right. In other words, the Constitution, the Constitution is there to say you can't, But and the balance of power and all that is there so you can't. But what you, now you learn, well, kind of, you can. You, you can. Because, you know, with this unbridled sense of, uh, uh, you know, uh, of uh, power and um, et cetera, you know, privilege, uh, you know, mixed with idiocy, you, you, you just see somebody who is, It's when the Constitution isn't more than what we say it is.
2: Exactly. And that's the sad part. I think that everybody was really floored about the fact that you could ignore subpoenas, that you could defy court, that you could stack them so easily, or more importantly, just fire people outright that were doing doing investigations and with impunity. I'm I'm like, whatever we thought we built this country on, we didn't. And next time we get it together we should be able to see people's tax returns. We, they should not be able to defy us in the simplest ways. If right. you have nothing to hide, then what's the big deal? But if you have something to hide, we should know about it, or at least we're, at least we're voting with full acknowledgement. So the you know, democracy we were talking about, they say it's yours if you can keep it. They're not, that, they're not, that wasn't, that was, that's a real prophecy.
0: You know, um, I've been wanting to get you on for a long time actually, because uh, oh. last summer, or maybe it was right at the end of summer, early fall, I was up in Camden, Maine, with a mutual friend of ours, hanging out, and
2: uh,
0: his name is Whitney. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's my man. I love Whitney Dow.
0: He's a good guy, and he he was saying how he was he had collaborated or you guys had um, worked together. Yes, and I'm like, oh, that's uh, I know who Erica is, and uh, I've actually been curious about that. I've been doing the podcast for a long time, and then I was like. Oh, can you like put us together? You know, maybe introduce. And then that didn't happen. Then, no fault of his. And so when then when I was kind of digging into Dawn Porter, who I also really love, um, yeah. and she just did the podcast. I haven't put it up yet, but she's she's uh, we did the recording. You know, I looked into again a little bit into the press notes, and then, and then I see that that Colorform Media was involved, and I see oh Eric is there. So the she's kind of coming back. I'm like this
2: time I'm on it. I'm going to get. Yeah. Oh, well, then that's meant you were meant to meet, Adam. Um, I'm really happy for the opportunity because honestly, if you're if you're keeping company with those two, then I'm right where I need to be because they really are, they class up the joint. They're really, as far as I'm concerned, very real players in journalism and media and storytelling and talking about things that matter. That's kind of hard because it's hard to make a living doing that. You know, for many people, some of our best journalists, and um truth tellers are outside of the mainstream, and yet they're not funding mainstream and or um um that type of media, so we need a different form because I think that there would be a lot we would have less of those stories of i think of with George Floyd if we told the truth and that we supported local and community um um news and long-form investigative reporting, but also reteaching that in school. People really have no idea how to um, sort of take all this in. They, they, my, my mother, who's a preacher's wife, would call it discernment, discernment. They don't know how to think. They're hard of thinking, you know? <laughs> people are hard of hearing. They're hard of thinking. So Adam, I, I appreciate you because that means that um, the people that I've met, especially lately, who have been doing this work, you have been doing this work. Um, they're the reason that we haven't slid off the, the axis completely. Well, I,
0: I think there is, um, it's, a, it's a tricky thing because I think there is a, maybe you're, you were kind of describing it just now, but there is a definite appetite for work that makes you, an art that makes you, um, that feeds your brain and your soul and um, we're very easily distracted by what's marketed, what's given so much of the marketing money and what's you know so much in the forefront that we don't even know what we don't know. So we don't know that there are these great films that if you just stick with it, you know, and watch them, you'll you feel afterwards so, so gratified by it. And so, oh, uh, you know, so when you see like John Lewis, Good Trouble, it's great. It's just so entertaining. It's so, this guy is so lovely. And so important, okay. and and you know, thank you for the opportunity to, to, that I got to see it. You know, um, so I, in a way, I'm hoping when we come out of this period we're in that there are still movie theaters, or <laughs> I don't know, some demo, dem, democratization is that the right word
2: of cinema in a way, like. You know, um. Ye, um. Eventually, so I'm it sure has. Yeah, it'll be out in theaters and. Um, uh, right, they even have it in drive-ins. Uh, right, well that's wonderful. Out within an hour. Um, yeah. yes. But also, um, what theaters can be, will be open on July 3rd, and which we think is great. It's July 4th weekend. He's an American hero and um, certainly right. an American figure. But um, normally that would be a tough weekend for anybody. We'd be competing against Marvel and all these other things, and we still will. But that's the first opening for that. And then it will be, of course, all across you know, the, um, the streaming, uh, places you can get Apple, all that stuff. And then in September 27th, on September 27th, our other producing partner, CNN, will play it. Oh, and CNN. That's right, they'll play it, and it'll eventually live on HBO Max. Okay,
0: right, okay, good. What? Tell me a bit more about, uh, about Color Farm Media. Are, they, are you guys trying to find financing for films like John Lewis Good Trouble? Yes. Uh, uh, development?
2: Sure. So we're new. Um, as of three years ago, my partner, uh, co-founder Ben Arnon and me started uh-huh. the um, Color Farm Media um, film and television company. We call ourselves the Motown of film, television, and tech, because our idea was to do what Gordy, Gary uh, Barry Gordy had done. Mm-hmm. With a small loan that he had gotten from his family, he actually was able to transform not only his world, but our world, because he just seeded the talent that he knew around him in Detroit, from Stevie Wonder to Diana Ross and all that. And we imagine that there must be tons and tons of people who did not have access or resources to the so-called mainstream, that we were just missing their stories. So what we do is we try to talk about equi- um, equity and diversity, but also we know that there's biases like gender, there's biases in um, race and also ageism. But the other big biases is um, uh, geography. Just, you're not able to be as close as you want to, even though there's all sorts sorts of information, just can't get those um, so-called warm introductions that can change your life. That happened for us too, because as as much as I had been in showbiz, which has been 37 years, um, Color Farm Media was not going to get funded. So we've been bootstrapped for the most part, this whole time they have only been funding 2% of any black female led companies. That's absurd. Um, it's again, a hard thing to do for anybody to get funding, but if you're only funding 2%, uh, and that's under 2%, it's 1.8% of Mm -hmm. black led female, um, black female led companies. That means that you're just leaving so much talent and opportunity on the table because by 2050, as you know, we're going to be, um, um, multi um um a minority majority country yeah so that's not even investing in the future so uh, we plan to eventually find funding for ourselves but we are trying to find funding for people who have don't have the access we do and so that's what we're up to and we're doing pretty good we're figuring out clever ways to do it in partnerships we do it people are partnering more and often they're being less closeted and isolated from knowing that i think we all have to be able to do things together in order to um be sustainable. What did
0: you collaborate with Whitney
2: Dow uh through through
0: Farm? Uh, yes, on, and on
2: Yes, on a on it's a documentary and we're working on it right now it happened since last year and it's on reparations.
0: I yes. see right. Okay. Very good. And then with uh, Dawn Porter, how did you guys come to uh meet?
2: Ah, Dawn, I love Dawn. So Dawn um let me just back up a little bit and say that yeah. part of the, the whole um, ecosystem of Color Farm is that we were going to take Ben and I come from a political background. I was Hillary Clinton's most traveled surrogate for 10 years. She sent me everywhere, including Africa. And um, okay, I was. You buried the lead. Huh?
0: I think I said you buried the lead. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know about that too now. I think, Nicole, Nicole. Oh, uh, we're going to need another uh, vote. <laughs> uh,
2: well, um, um, usually people don't like to talk about about the past as much as you know now, but the past has very much to do with how I got into any of this. Um, I because I was one of her uh, most traveled surrogates. Of course, I met everybody: John Lewis, Sheila Jackson Lee, um, okay. Stephanie Tubbs when she was alive. All of them, um, of course, President. Her most traveled surrogate. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I mean, I know these are loaded questions, probably with long stories associated with them. So I, I don't need to. I don't mean to uh, abuse your your time and and all. No,
2: but. it's all good. What do you want to know about being? You what did you ask me about her most traveled? Surrogate? Uh, oh yeah, how you became the most traveled sur- Hillary Clinton's most traveled surrogate? As you so Adam, it. It, believe it or not, it's because I kept saying yes. This is what happened in 2007. All the so-called black. Um, support was with Hillary Clinton, because nobody knew who Barack Obama was. Mm -hmm. And then that all changed when he won Iowa. And people thought, well, I I talk about the right side of history. Many of them were very much Hillary fans, but they were like, I've got to support um, this young senator, because um, this is an important support situation. And her just it just dried up but i had already done an event for her with a friend i was just trying to take a picture of her i'm an amateur photographer Mm -hmm. and i had gone to an audition and i wrote down four or five names on my wish list of who i'd like to most take pictures of and hillary clinton's name was on that that might sound unusual to some people but i went to an all-girls high school and i absolutely adored hillary clinton We were told by our instructors a black and white female and male that we could get mentors and we didn't even have to meet them. If you admire people, you should study them. You should look well, them up. You should, Yeah. Hillary Clinton fascinated me the moment she stepped onto the main, mainstream. Cause I really thought that's what I'd be like if I was a first lady. I'd like that. She was kind of, you know, I'm not going to be baking no tea and cookies. I'm not going to be doing this and this and that. And, she, and then I also like that um, she was a person who was very accomplished and seemed her own person. So when she's, said she was gonna run, I, I was down for it. But up until that point, had never met her, would never expect to meet her. I was at that audition, she said, what are you doing? I had my camera, I said, oh, I, I wanna take pictures of this, 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 and that. And she goes, oh, I know Hillary Clinton. I can get you to her. I was just like, like the casting really? No, just my friend, we were out in the, oh. sitting on the floor in the audition uh, out, outer chamber. Right. Okay, what turns out, her name was Lelania Masters. Lelania Masters is the, um. Uh, the stepdaughter of of, of Mar- Marion Barry, the Washington mayor. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, that's just how crazy things are. So she called me one day, like a week later, and said, come down to the Hyatt Century City. And I did. And Hillary Clinton was speaking to the Conference of Mayors. And she was coming off stage, and I said, listen, I'm just going to take a picture. It's going to probably take a couple of seconds, no problem. And they're like, okay, okay. But once I saw that her uh, detail people, now I know what to call them, then I didn't, were sort of setting us up to take a picture with her, with their staff photographer. I said, oh, no, I'm not going to get to take my picture. But I thought, well, I'll have a picture with me and Hillary. And sure enough, they went through, and she was very nice, and then she went straight into... I did know who you were? No, not at all. The, the, no, there's no way. He wasn't watching Living Single. No, I don't okay. think that the first lady had had time, and certainly not the senator. But uh, yeah, and so she went to her meeting, and the last thing she has a cadre of women, very powerful women. Yeah. One of them was her uh, my friend's godmother. She turns around to us before she goes in the meeting, and says, "Yeah, put together um, a an event with women under 40." Entrepreneurs will deliver the senator, no money, no cost. We just she needs to meet more people, um, like that. Suddenly so, and then she walks off and Lena goes, Yay! And I'm like, What? So now I'm pulled into this thing okay. to deliver this. And long story short, that started a romance with me and Hillary Clinton for 10 years because I just kept saying yes. And they saw that I think my skill set as a performer and an actor, but more importantly, as a person who could digest information but it was important that I filter it out in my own experience. Mm-hmm. They, they trusted me and it was no training or anything. So I became suddenly at the end of 2016, she called me after her loss. She said, I just want to let you know. And I'm checking in with you. She actually checked with me, whatever, made hundreds of calls, checking in with us. And th- we're thinking, how does she do it? And I said, no, ma'am, whatever I can do for you. She said, I just want you to know something, Erica. You're my most traveled surrogate. No one has traveled more for me, ever, except for Bill and Chelsea. So, I—that's how I got that moniker straight from her.
0: Wow, that's great! Quite a story.
2: Thank you. So, <laughs> using that, <laughs> using that template of uh, political—excuse me—organizing, um, um, yeah. we thought we could go and discover talent around um, in different places, and that's how we set up our Color Farm Media sort of um ethos and how we could do this okay yeah so
0: uh, color farm is based in
2: we're in california and new york
0: okay all right and for three years you said
2: yeah it's been around since yeah you know yeah a little bit more than that mm-hmm. but i always sort of just maybe like odd numbers <laughs> i don't know why you I are like an odd number
0: think, maybe you're an odd number i i think i'm an odd number but uh uh, yeah. So, and uh, you, so, but there was a connection there to Dawn, I guess, right? That's the, whole. that was the uh, original point was that, uh, so, uh, oh, because, right, through your organizing events, et cetera, you were introduced to John Lewis probably more than once, I'm guessing. And then.
2: Yes, more than once. Oh. I actually campaigned with him, Ayana Presley, and Stacey Abrams. We were all together and he, and we got a masterclass on what it was to be Black in America and political. And he was our host. He took us all over and we campaigned with him for Hillary Clinton in 2015-16. And I got a call um, one day from his uh, constituents. He has a person who works with, um, you know, the public. He says, Mm -hmm. you know, there was this documentary that somebody else had been trying to work on. Could could I help? Could I give them some um, advice? And what ended up happening is that we started to get into it and realized that we needed a director, we called called Dawn Porter. And she said, okay, I haven't looked at your material because I'm working on a John Lewis documentary. What? Yes, and within just a few minutes, we realized we should all just be working on one project. And she was so gracious to say, sure. And so actually we went on with her version of it. And uh, Ben and I uh, were glad because we had never made a certainly a film, and the documentary would be our first. She had made several and was very um, um, considered one of the best. And she's been a mentor to me as a black woman, but also she's been very gracious during this whole Mm -hmm. um, procedure. And you know, it's it's a big it's a big push, as you know. I don't need to tell you how hard it is to make a documentary.
0: You know what I really appreciate about one of the things I appreciate about uh, the documentary again, it's called John Lewis Good Trouble is that uh, I like how it feels very, very present. That, you know, it's not a biographical, but it, of course it is as well. I mean, we do learn all about his life. And I like, I like how, you know, there's the, the archive and it's on a screen behind him, and he's watching it, experiencing it in the moment, and then re- able to reflect almost very spontaneously almost. But it, it, the overall sense of the film feels very much like you are experiencing John Lewis right now, he is not just some old guy looking back at his life. He is a extremely relevant, and my goodness, it couldn't be more relevant in today's landscape, you know.
2: And, and you know what? That's I think Dawn was most uh, careful of. In a way, that screen um, shot, those shots that you mentioned, he, this very small man compared to these huge screens, sees, see, see gets to see that he lived a big life. He's right. aware of that. But he also was discovering inside of the footage things that he hadn't seen ever. He said, I've never seen that, Dawn. And to, to have lived a life where you're going forward so much, you don't ever get a chance to look back. And when you do, you look back often at the tragedies that you've experienced, whether it's Bobby Kennedy died or Martin Luther King or all these things. People ask him about those things and in, inside of his own experience of having his uh, skull cracked open and being uh, bitten and beaten and spit on. But he's also looking at his life as being that this, again, small man is larger than the times. And we need to see ourselves as larger than the times, that we have to somehow move forward and also not be afraid to look back. But often if you're moving forward toward true progress, you won't be able to look back until, you know, most of it's done. And I love it. I mean, I think that um, he always is talking about people having control over their own political destiny and that's exactly what he's done his whole life. He's given his, his sacrifice, his time, and his existence, his very body, to um, a political destiny of his own making.
0: Mm. It's a terrific film.
2: Thank you, I'm glad to be a part of it. And also, yeah, really um, I proud. appreciate that inside of this time, time, when people are protesting, they're talking about uh, what good trouble is. When people are right. wondering whether it's enough, they're saying, wait a minute! They're not listening to us, people are still dying. The NAACP talks about we're not dying anymore. What does that look like? Is it peace, peaceful protest? Is it now the calamity of things coming together and saying, "How can if no one's going to listen to us, is it enough for us to be peaceful on Martian streets? Well, apparently, um, we're not going to be able to answer that question inside of a vacuum. Things happen, but I think that their overall thesis of peace And love for the beloved community would be much more of a weapon than the anger, frustration, and things that we're seeing that are played out. And also people undermining it with their own um, selfish means, for their their own selfish means. Still at the end, you're asking for something greater, so it has to come through the uh, vessel of peace.
0: Well, I know that, I believe Congressman Lewis saw the film. I believe he saw it. He did. Was enjoyed it, right? Was very, yeah. he was very moved by it. I think you said. Yes, I'm trying to remember my conversation.
2: Yes, before. you know what? It's Dawn. Dawn uh, showed it to him, and she told us as well he that he that. more than, yeah, he was very moved. Um, you know, let's just say right now that this man who should be probably just chilling on a beach, earning twenty percent, whatever that means, is still in Congress, still fighting for it. Still, you saw him the other day, he came out to stand on Black Lives Matter Boulevard and with his mask, and you know he's going through stage, pancreatic stage four, yeah.
0: Pancreatic
2: cancer. So for him to have an afternoon to see that people have carefully looked through his life and asked other people to comment on him from presidents on, yes, he was moved. Because again, I think this man is well aware of his place in history, but he also needs to be reminded in this very vulnerable position not only how much he's loved, but also because it's not meant to be a love story. It's just meant to be a retelling of his story. Turns out his story is a love story. You know, it's not a person you need to dig deep to find some sort of huge conflict. The conflict was all around him. It was. It was. He's banging up against history and against um, really hard um, views that people have. So, for him to sit down in a quiet space and see this relatively young woman say here's what we think it looks like and we're hoping that plenty of people will do more um, documentaries about him. Yes, he was incredibly incredibly moved and he's always been a person that I think has more going on here than he'll allow to come out there.
0: Yeah, that, that comes across.
2: Yeah, he's very careful, but that it, it, to me, it's, I love it because it shows discipline.
0: That's right, that's right. And so he's you, had to have discipline. In the eyes right? of him, getting into some sort of, uh, well, he gets into good trouble, but it's very much, it's not usually, it, I, it doesn't appear to ever be a surprise. <laughs> it's always kind of like he knows the trouble he's going to get in because it's he's thoughtful.
3: Extremely right. Person. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. You know, I'm not saying there's uh, some people that are more spontaneous or rash or always, it's not, a, not always necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes it's a good thing, but that's not John
2: Lewis. No, it's not, and, and nor should it be. We're seeing an example of a peaceful yeah. warrior. That's some deep right. stuff, because people don't even think those people existed. And right. who knows if that's how this goes down. I, I don't know, if I, I'm like, I don't know if you saw Clyburn, but he says, I don't know if I could do what John did. In fact, I don't think I could have. I kind of go with Clyburn, like, I don't- Yeah, no, you it's what know. I'm kind of saying. I mean, nobody can- What would him. you do? Somebody start- Right. Trying Sorry. to kill you. Right, no, no.
0: I, 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 I completely agree. That's kind of what I was trying to get at a little bit. It's like nobody can really blame somebody for responding in the moment, you know, and maybe not necessarily thoughtfully. No. It's no. Fight, or fight or flight sometimes, you know.
2: No, and, you know, it's funny that, again, we're always going to be tested about what we will do when no one's watching, when everything's on the line. Yeah. And how we commit ourselves to, to being good people, and I call it good for goodness sake. Not because you're getting any props, not because anybody's seen you, not because anybody will ever tell it, but that you know, you know, I could have done that, but I didn't.
0: Well, I I hope that you'll now that I know where to find you. you yes, we can, can do it the next right again. So,
2: yes, yeah. <laughs> I would love to be found again. I mean, you know, I'm 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 here, and it'd be a pleasure to uh, talk to you about other things. Um, yeah, I've been, I think, a long life, and I and certainly. You have in a short time. I say a long life in a short time. Um, hmm. I'm 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 always happy to have discussions and not talk so much. I just like to talk. <laughs> I like to listen. Oh, that's I the like best. Thing.
0: Hey, it's the best thing for a podcast. For God's sake. Uh, you know, the, the, <laughs> when you have somebody who's not who like his short clipped answers, that's not really optimal, you know. And <laughs> and somebody who you know has a lot of opinions is a great thing. You know yeah
2: most people don't even ask about the whole Hillary Clinton surrogate thing oh. um
0: well, I find it I'd like to know the whole story, of course, but you know
2: oh, I would love to come tell you that's a story oh, that's, well, that's a story good. yeah, well, yeah, that's a story that was that was weird but and again, maybe because I didn't know what I was getting into, I was able to get into a lot of good trouble, but um. I think are you yes, now?
0: You discussed us talking kind of the years leading up to that, where you met Hillary, or, or are you talking about since, or are you just talking about in general?
2: In general, to okay. be asked to be someone's surrogate and never have done it, and just be okay. thrown in the deep end, but also to a person who was seen as, who was seen as a um, like a, the wicked witch of the west, and I'm black, and I'm with a white woman when Obama's running as well. You know, I think I have to go because I have another yeah. call. Oh, I understand.
0: And yeah, no, no, Nicole and I discussed two thirty. That's uh beautiful. Uh, no, we'll okay.
2: do it, yeah. Adam, have me on again and then we'll make as much time as you'd like. And I'd love to um to hear more about you.
0: Okay. You got it's a deal.
2: Okay. Uh, bring some tea or or a cocktail.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, Depending on All right, okay. bye bye. Right. Have a good day.
0: What can you say about Olympia Dukakis that hasn't been said before? Did you know that next year, and I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, but in 2021, Olympia Dukakis will be 90 years old. Uh, She was born in Lowell, Massachusetts, the daughter of Greek immigrants. She earned two degrees from Boston University, one in physical therapy and another in acting. Well, uh, what can we say about her acting career? She is an Academy Award-winning actress. Of course, she won the uh, Best Supporting Actor in uh, Moonstruck, or Actress, I should say. She also had earned a Golden Globe for that, as well as a number of other, as well as many other awards for that role as Cher's mom. If you haven't seen Moonstruck, really need to see it. It's pretty amazing. She has performed in countless films and television over the years. She was in Steel Magnolias, Cloudburst, Dad, Mr. Holland's Opus, Working Girl, Look Who's Talking, One, Two, and Three, Mighty Aphrodite, Jeffrey, Away From Her, Intellivision, Big Driver, Sex and Violence, Forgive Me, Bored to Death, Last of the Blonde Bombshells, Tales of the City, Further Tales of the City, and she's done Broadway and Off-Broadway in countless award-winning performances. She continues to teach acting at NYU and has an, had an impact on countless actors over the years. Now, Olympia the film explores the life and the career of this woman, and it takes so many unpredictable turns, and it's so incredible. I really urge you to uh, to see it. She's had a huge impact on so many people. I can only tell you to see the film, and how, how do you do that, you may ask. Well, there is going to be a free premiere this Thursday, July 9th, at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 o'clock uh, Central, 5 o'clock Pacific on Facebook. If you go to Olympia the Film on Facebook, they will be screening it at that hour for free. And then it will be available for streaming uh, behind a paywall. Go to uh, Olympia the olympiathefilm.com and find out how you can see it if you can't watch it um, on this Thursday evening. Harry has been on the show before with Olympia some years ago. For that episode, go to episode 219, and uh, you can stream that episode, uh, which will also be on the uh, YouTube page. We'll put that up there, make sure that's up there, so you can listen to both segments, uh, that one and this one. Uh, Harry Mavro Macalas' directing and producing credits include Olympia, the award-winning, critically acclaimed feature documentary as well as a Yankee restraint. Harry has a dual citizenship from the United States and Cyprus. After working professionally as a modern dancer and choreographer, he went back to school and received his master's in film directing from NYU. Uh, He is a writer, director, producer, and has multiple short films, music videos, and commercials under his belt. Harry curated the first LBGTQ film festival and was one of the key organizers of the first Pride Parade in Cyprus. Not bad. Not bad at all. Anthula Katsomedes is an actor, writer, producer, and voiceover artist, a member of SAG-AFTRA and the AEA, a true artist at heart. Her love for performing on screen is matched by her passion for theater work. Her first experience as a theater producer was for OPA, the musical, an off-Broadway musical that had several runs and enjoyed sweet success. She later developed and produced autobiographical solo shows, What Will People Think?, and Warrior Without a Cause. She is also a proud board member of the National September 11th Memorial and Museum and founded the Johnny and Mikey Katsimidis Foundation for Life in memory of her two brothers, honored in 2012 as one of Greek America's 40 Under 40. This is my conversation with uh, Harry Mavro and Anthula Katsimidis only here on Filmwax Radio. <music>
3: We feel in the theater because someplace we know all of this that's inside of us, we will have a chance to access it and liberate it. To the green room!
1: (laughs) She
0: has a life force, like one of those spaceships that has this battery that takes you out to the stars. You can see it when you're in the room with her, you know, you can see it in her work.
3: Fuck. You! You got a love bite on your neck. He's coming back this morning. What's the matter with you? Your life's
2: going down the toilet.
3: Olympia Dukakis,
1: I
4: love you. Everybody was thrilled that a great actress who had dedicated her life to the arts was finally getting the recognition that she deserved.
0: Olympia
2: the actress is superb. Her range is frightening and wonderful to watch. It's what every actor wants. I want it.
4: This! Go ahead, Malin! Slopper!
3: One of the things that makes me happy and alive is work.
1: What are you afraid of doing? Something wrong? You're in a Somebody. basement on Clinton Street!
3: <laughs> she believes in justice.
1: Justice for people who are downtrodden. Justice for people who've been manipulated or lied to. I'm so proud of
3: my pre-operative, transsexual, lesbian son.
4: I remember her eyes, they were very sexy. And I says, oh my God, this woman. And then she wasn't a shrinking violet, she never was.
3: <laughs> you dance with somebody, bang, that prick is hard, you know? You rub against somebody, you walk, and say, the prick is hard. I said, but then the day comes that you can't take for granted a hard prick.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Hi, Harry. <laughs> how Uh, are you there you are that's what you look like with oh aren't (laughs) you are you hairy Harry
1: (laughs) oh my god how are you doing
0: All right. how are you
1: I'm good I'm good I like the look thank you yeah it's my COVID hair
0: I know well look at this I mean you know your hair looks great well it's a lot of product to keep it from (laughs) going This is, not, this
1: is not gonna. This is just podcast. It's not. We're not gonna. They're not gonna see us, right?
0: Oh, they're they we're we're doing a live feed to uh, Face Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, right?
1: Oh, I thought. No. <laughs> uh, come on.
0: Well, first of all, you look great. So I wouldn't uh, even if you were. But we're no. This is gonna be for audio. Audio. Hold on. Let
1: me just get
0: a. <sighs> How are you? Uh, Doing this. She, she you're there together.
3: Yeah.
1: We are here together.
4: Hello, I'm coming. She's
1: feeding the dog. <sighs> what
4: well, a hungry dog he is. Hung, hungry, Oh,
0: darling. There you are. Hello, Edgar. How are you? No, <laughs> <laughs> I was just I just I had been on a three hour zoom. Uh, call? Zoom call with my old summer camp community. Oh. And um every week it's a mix Mix, and you never know who's gonna pop in and out of it because we have like a bunch it's it the camp span for many decades and um and, uh, and then i had just enough time to quickly cook my musica and my baklava
4: <laughs> in celebration of this call in honor of this call wait
1: adam is quarantined with uh quarantined with olympia olympia's in the other room
0: <laughs> yeah, she should pop on any second. Hey, you know, um I just had a thought and it came and went in the heartbeat, but that's, I guess, the nature of the
1: cold uh, age.
4: Ah, uh- oh, no, losing <laughs> no, no, our no. minds due to quarantine. Mush, so, I'm uh, trying to mush. What? Uh, I, I want to know. Wait, do you remember it? Remember the thought?
0: Oh no! no, no. I, <laughs>
4: You don't even remember that you had a thought. No, I want to know about this summer camp. Yeah, what camp was that? Were you a kid at this camp?
0: Yeah, both. uh, Well, yes. Yes. It was uh, in the 1970s, and um, it was a real hippie bastion up in the Hudson Valley. Nice. And um, where I'm I'm actually moving in a matter of a week and a half from now. And um, yeah, we were uh, just this bunch of kids from all these uh, very progressive types of people, and... It was on a farm and uh, it was an incredible place to go every summer. Mm-hmm. And then eventually uh, they moved, uh, the camp kind of split and a bunch went up to Vermont and I followed them and I became a camp counselor up there like in the 80s. Wait on a
1: minute. minute. In Vermont? Oh, Vermont. Vermont. I went to Maine uh, okay. last summer and there was a lot of camps.
0: At the well, state. New England is, is yeah. Real, real, yeah. real When people used to go to summer camps, now no longer.
4: Yeah, now that's... Gone. So the camp happy. obviously wasn't open this this year, so you're talking to them about it. Are you like on their board or something, or were you? I don't know.
0: We're just all just we're all like a uh, diaspora. We're just we're just love to stay in touch. So we have this weekly Zoom call at two o'clock, and people just hop on if they're free, and it lasts two to three hours typically because you know people will roll in and just you know that maybe never met. Right. So yeah, it was, right. took place over a span of time in two different locations, really. I love that. Mm. Uh, but there's a common thread, you know, with the values yeah. and the...
1: How many years did you do that for?
0: Um, well, I was a camper from seven, 1972 to 1977. And mm-hmm. then I went as a camp counselor. I was like a kind of teen camper for a little while up in Vermont. Mm-hmm. And then I became a counselor in and out of the 80s. Nice.
1: nice. Cool. Well, that's a great... And community. I kind of
0: through it. That's but you know, the, yeah, but oh, at some point everybody kind of starts to, especially with the so, advent of social media, so not long after, people found each other <clears throat> and were able to really stay connected because of that, you know, which is yeah. been
3: right,
1: one right. of the
0: few positive things about it. Yeah. But it, musically and- Musically. Emotionally, so whatever, it really informed who a, the type of person I became, you know.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I
0: love yeah. that.
4: I love that. Are they suffering? <laughs> like, do they have a um, the possibility of not being able to open again? Or
0: well, the camps that uh, we were part of it's actually closed some years back. Um, uh-huh. You know, unfortunately, because it was a really great place. But um, you know, so <clears throat> <clears throat> uh,
3: have you, have you, have you seen
1: have you seen uh, crip, crip camp? What's this? Creep camp? Uh, crip. C R I P. Is a movie? A horror yeah, movie? A documentary.
4: Oh, is it a documentary
1: or a horror movie? D- documentary. Oh. Yeah. You should watch it. It's about a a camp for cripples.
3: Oh. <laughs> uh,
1: it's on. Uh, I want to say the it Netflix. It's an amazing documentary and that how the camp led to um, activism and all the changes that happened eventually they all came from that camp and i was wondering if you know if you guys were really progressive if there's a story there you know for a Hmm. film
0: Hmm. you know it's funny years ago when I had a video camera and my son was born, you know, I, bought, I was working at Sony Music and I had access to very inexpensive electronic equipment. So I bought a really nice Sony camcorder, you know. And I went back to my old camp director and the two different people that kind of created the camp and I interviewed them about the history of this camp. I recently unearthed it, you know. Oh. And um, and so it revitalized this desire to, because really there are, is quite a history with this pe- the people that went there and the founders and their early... People all through the years, a lot of really incredible people attended the summer camp. And uh, so I did want to kind of go back into some oral history. So I actually did one the other day with one of the people that was there at the very beginning. And my idea was to try to, you know, like capture that because the stories are part of the American, uh, part of America's history in the last, you know, 50, 60 years. Um, okay. And, you know, I could go yeah. on about it, but that's awesome. not why we're here today.
1: Cool well it's, it's a good project if you decide to do it yeah
0: yeah no i i, I don't know about uh, the documentary kind of thing i don't think there's enough footage
3: uh,
0: there's no footage of the early day you know because that would have been something but you know it, it could be uh, as told somehow you know it's definitely was a special place and those that know about it know that it was that it was you know <clears throat> Yeah, so, and that we're all so many of us are still in touch, and a lot of people in the film world went to this camp.
1: Sorry, sorry, which well, what But yeah. a
0: few people from the film, uh, and I know through the film industry, actually attended the camp at one time or another, um, including the lead film critic for the New York Times.
1: Well, ah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, the you don't and know if the there, you out. don't know you don't know if there's footage or not, because there could have been like one kid. Who well, there's in. photos. There's photos. there could, they, they could <laughs> be one kid, one kid who has like a, had a Super 8 camera. Yeah. That's how that's how crit, uh, camp was. Like there was one kid that basically did a lot of filming every summer, and so they had a, a lot of footage for the film from from him. Yeah. And photographs. You should watch it, though. It's really great. It's amazing. It's actually one of my I favorite
0: movies uh, uh, Terrific homework. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, I'm
4: feeding the cat now. You guys can start. I'm right here.
0: We started already. Wow. It's an a linear type of podcast. <laughs> you know? So wait, wait, how far back now do we go? Since I first met you when I sat in Olymp- Olympia Dukakis' Living room with you and my son. Yes. And we did the pot and, and 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 her then husband her her husband I shouldn't say then husband but her yeah her her, her uh, late husband her late husband. What what year was the when was that? That's a good question. Unless you don't want to draw attention to how long it's taking for this. Wait,
1: this, wait this was pr- was this prior yeah, to this was, yes.
0: was the uh, the Kickstarter right or? Yeah. The Kickstarter? I think we got. To, I think that's why we got together because you were raising money. You hadn't start. You hadn't made the film yet.
4: Yeah. And how did I meet you, Adam? It's driving me crazy. Well, did I meet
0: you, you applied. Past- maybe you were the one that put me. A, I don't know. Or did I get an email? Or did you send me an email about the the? Maybe. I don't remember.
4: I think someone put me in touch with you somehow. We met.
0: Right. Well, oh, where were you working at? A,
4: Oh, God, it can't be that long ago.
0: Where were you working at the time?
4: Uh, at the rebuilding of Lower Manhattan?
0: No. No. It was after
4: that. Uh, I was an actor. I was an actor. Okay. I am an actor. Oh. <laughs> um, oh. So I wonder, I don't know, I'm going to search back in my emails
1: and find yeah. people. Let's well, Kickstarter, Kickstarter was, my God. Uh, <laughs> Kickstarter was a long 2014, Yeah, I don't think. call any attention to the fact that this film's taking. Yeah. forever. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, you know, this—I've had much bigger, much longer. Um,
1: no, no, it's fine to talk about the time. It's—it's it's totally fine. But 2012 is when we met.
0: That's you cool. and I. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that—that's not long after I started doing this thing, you know. Which was still an internet radio show then, I think. So I don't even think it was a it podcasted it yet
1: yeah I think for us it was two thousand fourteen.
4: Adam, we met at a film
0: that makes your
4: card sense. you gave me your card. How
0: do you know that oh you were you're reading it. Yes,
4: in two thousand and twelve, you gave me your card. I don't know what film we saw, but I said, hi, I'm the chick who sat in front of you at the movies last week. Ah I was flirting with you, but I wasn't. I'm just a flirt with anyone. don't get <laughs> crazy you
0: too. me too.
4: That's so funny. Here's my contact information. Let's chat, Adam. That's fucking hilarious.
0: That
3: is. So you
4: sign this as publicist premieres. Wait, did you send me someone else's contact? I think you did.
0: Well, I wonder what the movie was.
4: I really don't remember. No. Oh my god, we just kept. We had these great chats. Uh. uh... <laughs> You are these great chats. I think oh. I bought, her,
0: I think I bought an engagement ring.
4: <laughs> Did you really?
0: I might have. I was pretty, I, I like to j- z- jump right to, you know.
4: You were married at the time, just to, just FYI. No way. Yes way.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I, I wasn't. Bec- oh wait, I might have technically been married. Uh, no, I was. Li- I might have been living with somebody. No, I was uh, split with my wife in 2006 and I haven't been remarried as far as I know. unless i was just trying to uh you know i don't know no i was not married in 2012 or 11 or 10 or any of those years uh but i was living with a woman yeah very possibly then
4: film 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 uh wax uh had celebrated a year at the time we were talking
0: right well i was doing a film series Mm -hmm. that was Mm -hmm. before the podcast and that was called the film wax film series so the name was actually created for the film series and then that might have been going on. So I was actually really meeting a lot of filmmakers and trying to figure out what films show and who would make interesting, cute do interesting conversations afterwards. You know,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: that was fun. I, I really enjoyed doing that.
1: Yeah. Okay. So
4: yeah,
0: so, yeah. Let's yeah,
1: start. let's talk. Let's, start. let's start.
4: Thank you
0: for all your support thus
4: far, Adam. Really, we appreciate it.
0: My pleasure. Thank you. And then you know, my son, who, uh, as I said was there for the first conversation. I was around the corner at NYU the night that we finally saw the film at NYU. Uh, or rather, I was around the corner at some other thing, but I came over with my son to NYU to see Olympia, the documentary. And my son was with me again that time, and we watched it, and my son enjoyed it thoroughly. He was laughing, he How thought old- Olympia was really funny. <laughs> Woman, not the film, I mean the, both. How yeah. old
4: was he then?
0: Well what year was that? Cuz I can tell you he's 16 right now. He's going into his junior year of high school after oh, I remember, like, three, three years. So, three years. yeah, something like 3 years, right?
1: Yeah, maybe 2. Yeah. this. Like but... Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I I think it was it was after Greece. Are oh, you right. sure? I think that what you said kickstarter thing threw me off. I don't know if it was the kickstarter thing. I think we're raising what? money. It was the kickstarter? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, well that that was
0: we were doing to raise awareness for your film. I mean, I remember. Yeah, you're in the early stages.
1: I'm trying people. to find it on my on my. Phone. Oh, I have the date.
0: I have the date. Oh, I have the date. Oh, I could tell you the date. That's not a problem because it's all. in my, like that much I can tell you. I know I have that. Okay,
3: great. Because okay. I have every date of
0: every interview that I I, I put together a long time ago. Mavro.
4: Mavro, that'll come up. You're not sunk. You're not sinking.
0: Well, only one came up so far, which was is today's, but... All right. Maybe put Olympia in. I don't know. I have to find it.
1: For some reason, mine doesn't go...
0: The phone... It's interesting how the phone is so limited with what it can do, search-wise. Right. But it's on my computer. Anyway, it's been a while. That's all that matters. Yeah. History. There's a history here. And... Okay, let's not bury the lead anymore. Let's, let's say how people are going to be able to see it, when and how people will finally get to see Olympia.
1: So we are going, we're having a Facebook Live uh, premiere on oh, yeah. July 9th for North America at 8 p.m.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: and July 10th at uh, 1 p.m. U.S. time for Europe. So it would be like 6 p.m. for the UK, you know, 8 p.m. for Greece. Um, So that's how we're starting. And then uh, 9th of July, it's the Facebook Live premiere.
0: Is that a watch party? What?
1: A free screening.
0: Oh, and is it a watch party style where you can interact?
4: It's an event, and everyone can screen it at the same time, and there will be a live Q&A afterwards, but it's... And people can comment on the film as they watch it. Yep. But there's no interaction until the film is complete.
0: Okay. That should be the way it is, by the way.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well, no, you shouldn't have a watch party with a new movie. I mean, it makes sense for an old movie that yeah. you're yeah. All, you know, doing a kitsch. But okay, and that's July 9th.
1: July 9th, yes. And, and then July 10th, it goes into virtual cinema. Where? so whatever whatever theaters, uh art house theaters around the country wanna Book it. They'll book it, and it will start screening there.
0: Ooh, but they okay, so they can still book it.
1: Yes, yes. they would book so
0: who, it. If, how do
4: they? They would book it if they have the capability of playing it online.
0: No, I got Thank you, you. Yeah. right. And a lot of them have made that, figured that out. So who do they contact if they want to?
1: So Abramorama is our distributor, and, oh, uh, uh, oh, that's and yeah, they're they're reaching out to the art house.
0: Okay yeah all
4: right and um, on facebook it's obviously going to play on olympia the film there's a page called olympia the film that's where people would see it
0: well i'll be there oh i'll be there 8 p.m <laughs> we have my new apartment in upstate new york with oh. little, little else to do
1: but i'm so jealous where, upstate where are you guys are you?
0: In a, where are you guys not right now
1: Astoria. story
0: god i was gonna say don't tell me a story I,
4: yeah i heard you coming, was, coming out of your mouth
0: okay <laughs> it's so wonderful
4: such a cliche where well, <laughs> uh where upstate which county?
0: oh in um it's called New Athens, I'm kidding it's not <laughs> it's, <laughs> <laughs> um it is in a town called Tivoli, which is right by bard college
3: okay, um,
0: I'm just minutes from bard, so right by, like a,
1: how many hours from here an hour good. two
0: nice exactly it's like a hundred miles almost exactly, yeah. Right so, you know, I just, I, 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 I've I been a lifer here.
3: Mm.
0: I'm in Queens right now, too, by the way.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, <What> part?
0: <laughs> but I'm not in the story. I'm further east. Where? But I'm not far. I, we could probably meet in Elmhurst or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's where we
4: are. That's where we are, sort of, yeah. Oh, you're sure.
0: kind of Elmhurst. All right, so maybe then the midpoint would be, what's between Elmhurst and Rigo Park? Somewhere Nap- like that. Is that, is Nap- that... A, I guess
4: Woodside.
0: Woodside, right, or... uh What's the t- area across the other side? Uh, it's called uh, uh, Sunnyside. Oh,
4: Sunnyside, yeah.
0: side yeah. or Sunnyside, yeah. We can meet yeah. there at some place at a Greek diner.
4: We're literally 10 minutes away from each other. Literally.
0: By car? Car, yeah. Incredible.
4: But you're not in a Greek household because if you were in a Greek household, then that sofa would have plastic on it.
0: <laughs> well, Jewish households.
4: Did too?
0: My grandparents had plastic fr- on the furniture. Yeah, sure. It was a. Oh, same. But that oh, kind of.
1: It's, ended. A, it's the immigrant uh, mentality. It's the immigrant mentality. Yeah.
0: Protect that, in. It needs plastic on it. I might do it. You know why? Because this has been around a long time and the down feathers are now <laughs> poking its, what, their way through oh. and it's constantly prickling me. You know, it's, it's like a, I gotta do something, I gotta get plastic for my couch. We're <laughs> wearing a shmada and uh, um, yeah. That. Well, anyway, so it's a mental health break from the city. I, I, uh but I'll be down here actually in the fall all the time because my son is coming back from Los Angeles and. His mother is going to still be out there, so uh, we're getting probably a place near uh, nearest high school. But I don't know how it's all working out, so yeah. it can all change, you know, it's working yeah, out. Yeah. We don't know what the public schools are going to be like. In,
3: right. know, yeah, yeah.
0: Hopefully soon they'll have a plan exactly. of action. But uh, Anyway, so, uh, so Olympia, how is, she, how is she health-wise? I mean, she's now, she's got to be close to 90.
1: Olympia is turning 89 years old on June 20th. Okay. And on June 20th, we are doing a sneak preview screening of the film, pre-premiere, at the Bel Air Diner in Queens Astoria, drive-in.
0: Wait a minute, <laughs> that's, what that's day?
1: There's, uh, on, her, on her birthday, on the 20th of June. Saturday night. Saturday night, we're having two screenings at the Bel Air Diner. In Queens, on, in Queens story. On their drive-in makeshift, Theater.
0: Oh, they have a parking lot. They have a parking
1: lot. It's amazing. We went and watched uh, Sandlot.
4: They play like family films, old films, you know, Grease, Dirty Dancing. And our film will be the first new film that they play. Yeah. So who's coming to that? Uh, Whoever gets tickets. It's only 40 spots, 40 cars. You want to come? I have a
0: car right now, and I can come.
1: You have a car?
0: yeah because uh, my dad um, I don't know if you know i I, I lost my dad oh, so no. yeah a couple months ago so this yeah,
3: it. nice.
0: is his place and that's oh. where I'm in the process of of um, Dealing. of clearing out and then the coming two weeks oh. so on the 26th I move upstate and uh move so but I'm around on the 20 more or less other than a couple of trips up there I'm, I'm around on the 20th
4: so there's an well, eight thirty showing and there's an eleven PM showing. Two showings, double header.
0: So wait, it's the Bel Air.
4: You can Google it, it's really cool.
0: And it's the 20,
1: 20th. Yeah. Yeah. Eight eight thirty and eleven.
4: And on the nineteenth they're playing Moonstruck actually. It's sort of like a weekend tribute to her. Right. Oh that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So if you wanna if you wanna come, you should let and you definitely can't come, you should let us know so we can get you a spot because it sells out in like twenty minutes. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. Right, yeah. of course it does. There's so many yeah. spaces. Yeah. Sure, no, yeah, yeah. I'm uh sure I'll come. I'll just let me make sure I'm not uh it's like only days away. My god, it's Saturday. I know.
4: Adam, did you see the what was the last version?
0: No, I have nothing going on at the, what?
4: At Doc NYC was the last time you
0: saw
1: it. At Doc NYC, I
0: didn't see it there though.
1: Oh, you saw it, uh, we gave it. We sent it to you, didn't we?
0: No, I had a private screening.
1: You saw it, one of the screenings oh, at, at NYU. NYU. It's changed a little yeah, bit. Yeah.
0: It was just me and Jacob. I thought I wasn't. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking you were doing a whole screening, and I was like, felt terrible because I was running late. I was around the corner and I couldn't get away.
1: That's and right. That's and right. Next I, thing,
0: back and forth, yeah. I can't remember what I was doing, but it was like right around the corner, but I, it was just taking forever. And I got to NYU, finally, it was like kind of like sweating and, and feeling horrible. And then you're saying, I'm saying, did I miss it? I, want to, I didn't want to miss your film. And you're like, oh, wait, we're waiting for you. We're starting. I'm like, <laughs> what? You're all waiting around to show. It's like a private screening. It was like, I felt like Louis B. Mayer or something.
1: You
0: know? <laughs> well, just let us know
4: if you're going
1: to come back. It's, it's your charm. Yeah. And your, and your good looks. Your good looks. Well,
0: do don't, don't stop. But I mean, anyway, uh, uh, well, you know, and I gained like 20 pounds being, uh, I mean, being here, like sitting. All gained
1: like 20 pounds. I know.
0: It's well, horrible.
1: We'll, we'll get rid of it. Don't worry. good. Yes,
0: I don't know. Maybe.
1: You're not seeing from the here down.
0: <laughs> it's like I'm wearing a muumuu. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all. It's really exciting. I'm, you know, it's inspiring that you guys. Uh, And I hope Olympia appreciates that, but given all of the hurdles that uh, you're able to create this great, you know, momentum around the the documentary and uh, uh, regardless, and you're doing the uh, uh, drive-in and uh, for her birthday, which is terrific connection. And then you're doing the Facebook Live with the Q and A. Is she participating in the Q and A?
1: It depends Uh, I think I think we're not uh, she's not but it depends how she feels it's a
3: okay
1: it's a little tough because in order for Olympia to go you know live you have to have hair and makeup and she's an elderly woman so with COVID she's not seeing anyone
0: let's not use the word elderly (laughs) no you know I mean because she's older but Elderly um, is a state of mind. She doesn't ever appear to me to be like that. You
1: know? yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Just, absolutely. You're, you're right. I think the
4: other thing that Harry didn't tell you for her birthday is that we're doing something extra special for her, too, for her birthday. Yes. Screening. Um, that will play also on July 9th, but prior to the screening. Do you want to tell them? Go ahead. Okay. So we asked several um, celebrities, uh, folks, colleagues of hers and friends of hers to do a quick uh, birthday wish. Send us a video, and we're going to do a montage of those videos. Oh,
0: uh, okay. Drop a couple of names. You do you, you can keep some surprises. Okay.
1: Oh, so we, we have. Keep, uh, keep the big surprise. Yeah. Should we tell them the big surprise? We have Shirley MacLaine. Ohio. Okay. Never heard of her. Uh, John Aniston.
0: John Aniston. Jennifer's
1: dad. Uh, Jennifer's dad. No.
0: Jennifer's on a series with my my ex-wife. Oh yeah. Nice. That's why what she's in it? LA.
1: Can can she ask Jennifer to send a...
4: Your ex-wife
0: is
1: Reese Witherspoon?
0: <laughs> <laughs> there she's uh, the, uh, in this, the cast with them, yes. Nice. Okay. nice. Uh, they are both from Nashville, my ex-wife and, and Reese are both. I was just in Nashville.
1: I got back yesterday. Just in what? Nashville. Yeah.
0: It's a great town. It's, well, it's changed yeah. a lot, but it's a great town.
1: It's a beautiful state. I was blown away by the state.
0: It's gorgeous. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so yeah, uh, we have a lot of great names uh, who will be...
0: But you left off the big ticket name, uh, which is okay. We can keep that as a, you know, like a, an enticement.
1: Yes, we have a, yes.
0: So that'll be, um. is that at the, like, after the 8.30? Are you going to show that? or?
1: No, we're going to show it before the film screen. Oh, okay. So it will be the opening Act. little Act. montage. Gotcha. A and little, then... Right, Showed a little of a
0: trailer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind, kind of, of yeah. kind of thing. That's nice.
1: Now, Olympia doesn't know anything about this. So Uh, what what we are trying to do, because she has been stuck in the apartment for months, right, not seeing anyone. So we are trying to get people to, um, you know, come to the Facebook page and, you know, put a video up.
0: Random people. You
1: know, like just, yeah. So we're trying to get a lot of people to wish her happy birthday and like,
0: Oh, I'll do something, even though she may not see it. It's not there, right? I'll just do no. It. She She'll will see. It. see it.
1: She we will make sure she will see every single it. one of us.
0: I'll just do one on the lines of like how I walked into your apartment. Your your lovely husband opened the door and was a very sweet and funny. And I walked in with my grandson. And from a distance, she was sitting at the dining room table. Maybe I don't know seven, eight yards away. I don't remember how many feet, but it's a distance, you know? And she thought that it was her grandson. Aww.
1: She thought it was, you were Stefan with <laughs> the with, with uh, oh, his with her kid. Son. Yeah, yeah.
0: I remember it very, 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 well, I have a good memory, but I, I uh, except for when it comes to flirting with Anthula at movie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I don't remember the movie. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, so... Uh, but it was it was a lot of fun and uh a good memory
1: yeah cool so that 's what yeah. we 're planning on uh that 's our little plan yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, well you know and it, and it's such an entertaining ride, you know it has its drama and its laughs, and you know mm-hmm. um, she 's a great uh navigator through her own life, like you know in the story of it. And Mm -hmm. uh, just telling all this about her relationships and
3: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, she's been around a long time.
1: (laughs) That is true.
0: Really, it's just shocking how much I enjoyed it. And I look forward to seeing it again at the drive-in.
1: It's a little different
0: now.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you'll like that too, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Great. So how how are they setting it up at the drive-in? Do you get like a a speaker in your car? How does it work? Or is it in your car?
1: You're in the car and you tune in through radio channels. So you turn on your radio and you hear the film. Oh, terrific. It's brilliant. We went to test it because we were driving.
0: I guess that's the way they do it now, in drive-ins.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we watched Sandlot, you know, from the 90s, I guess. I think so. Do you remember that film? Baseball, Kids.
0: Great film. Yes. I remember the title. I remember that it was out. I don't remember seeing it.
1: Um, so we went there and we kept looking at each other going, this is great, (laughs) this is, and there's food. You order food from the diner. So you have, Oh, great.
0: You know, you get drinks. I only wish I didn't have to be alone in my car though.
1: (laughs) You don't have to be alone. You can sit with us. If you can see from the back though.
0: Right.
3: I
1: know. You know, that's the problem with, uh, I
3: feel
1: like I can come and go from our car, my car her car to your car. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll hang out. We'll hang out. All All right.
0: So put me down for sure, and I'll, uh, I'll, or should I purchase one, or should I just go on and purchase? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Well, the money goes to charity, if you want Yeah,
0: to that's great. I'm happy to do it.
1: No, what I was saying is that we book it, and then we will pay for it anyway. You know, we'll pay for our own car.
0: You don't have to pay for my ticket. I don't for mind. Cool. Yeah, so at least we have this. Yeah, we'll
1: book it. We'll and book then, it. Yeah, we'll book it for you. Just
0: All right, like- but uh, if, I'd be happy to give to charities, and I, you know, um, I, I don't feel like I've been doing enough, in fact, you know. But um,
1: yes, okay. we are we are giving. Where are we giving the money to?
4: We're giving it to a tiny little um, theater company run by like Greeks who are trying to um do uh, intercultural dialogue with other cultures, other countries, other artists around okay. the
3: world. Called
4: oh, it's called the Eclipsis, uh Theater. Eclipsis. The Eclipsis Theater, Eclipsis. New York. Yeah, they're wonderful, wonderful folks. Good kids.
0: That's good. I'm just no. putting this in my calendar so I don't, uh, God forbid I double book. <laughs> I mean, I would still come to your thing, but I'm just saying, you know, it's always a danger. If I don't put it in my calendar right away, the 20th, yeah, no, I drive it.
4: Same thing, same thing here.
0: Nothing happening. There's nothing in my book that did not, not a single thing. But, uh, but I'll be packing. You know. I'm sure I'll still be packing.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, although I got a lot done. Good. Anyway, uh, sorry to be distracted. So who, who's, who, who's in the, remind me who's in the, who's in Olympia, the documentary?
1: The... well, uh, Who else? Yeah, both. So you... We
0: Participated have, or contributed, you know.
1: We have um, we'll Diane be- Ladd, um, we have Lainey Kazan, Laura Linney, Whoopi Goldberg, Lynn Cohen, who recently passed away.
0: I know, I loved her. Uh,
1: I know, my God, yes. It, um, we have Governor Dukakis, who was her cousin, who is her cousin, and then we also have Governor Keane from New Jersey.
0: Oh sure, Tom Keane. Tom,
1: yeah, Thomas Keane. And uh, yeah, we have her, her kids, kids, her uh, brother Apollo, her brother also. Apollo, who I think is like the best
4: part <laughs> in the home. Yeah, yeah, we love
1: him. Uh, and her you know, her late husband, sure. you really, you really see the relationship between the two of them. Yeah. You understand how they managed to stay together for 59 They're, years.
0: And, you know, the, I love that, uh, you know, I, it's been, as we just already figured out a number of years since I've seen it, Olympia, you know, and um, I just can vividly remember how the description of how an open she is about their sexual Chemistry and about their relationship and how physical and, and uh, passionate uh, and she was well she was that way in general but
3: um, yeah, yeah that,
1: I, I think that's what what people um, what, what I would love people to know is that they 're not going to come and see a typical biodoc where it 's like factual, and then she did this and this and this. you right. really like we had an interview with a radio a Greek radio station the other day and and the presenter was like, oh my God, you really, it's more like you're learning about someone's soul, her soul, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, you will you learn about, you know, her addiction issues, her depression issues, her marriage, like you said, sex, like drugs. uh Everything, everything about her you'll get to know. Her. You'll leave the film knowing her.
0: Right. Well, that's kind of why I was saying uh, when I just sort of, mentioned about the part about being elderly because i mean i haven't seen her in a number of years i don't know what she's like right now but just because she you shot that she was already in her 80s um yeah. so like to me it's this is somebody who yeah. is mm-hmm. still the same you know she hasn't succumbed to um i don't know like you know just getting kind of grouchy or well i i don't know but i'm just saying she's still the same passions and the the lifeblood is there and, and you know, and, and I guess, you know, being in the arts and being an actor it requires that of you. I mean, you know, you have to be open and you have to be completely present and be in touch with your uh, emotional life. And it's all youthful energy.
1: Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. It's just that I'm a foreigner and, you know, I use the wrong word.
0: Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> He's a foreigner. Oh, it's an opportunity. To, but it was an opportunity, you provided an opportunity to have a <laughs> because, conversation for yeah, yeah. nature because, yeah, um, it, it is an important distinction in a sense that, um, you know, I, and I've always felt this way about certain people. I love older people, you know, and uh, um, elderly people are difficult because <laughs> they kind of, you know what I mean? They're closing. They're They're not as happy or as... Um, you know, they're they're kind of given into a certain aspect of age. Now, it's not always their fault, but yeah. I, I, I just I what I love about people that are older but still are really interested in still connecting and you're growing mm-hmm. as a human being. The journey's still going to the last breath, right?
1: Yeah, it's you know we had a an event. God, I don't remember when it was. Not She was probably 82 years old at the time and uh, uh, this woman came with her mother whose, the mother was, her mother was 80 years old and it was this old little lady and she said, you know, my mother has been a big fan of yours um, and uh, would like to meet you and they met and it it was such a stark contrast of like an 82 year old who's full of life and still with a future ahead of her. And like you said, you know, the other lady who had already started to, Die. you know. <laughs> to, Die. <laughs> no. Sorry. To, uh, you know, to shut down and look like, you know, an 80 year old woman. Whereas Olympia didn't. Mm. So a lot of it is attitude mm. and a lot of it is, you know, how you, how you feel and how you go around the world.
4: So true. That's how I live, like how I go around the world, like a young 82-year-old, just <laughs> What else can we tell you that'll help?
0: No, no that's been, it's, I, I, think, uh, I think we said it. Um, you know, you, you, you're, you're, you, to, you, you just have somebody with a very full life, so it's fun, and it's very much in the moment too. Uh, so, because, you know, Olivia's the best uh, teller of her story.
1: Yeah. So, she is, she's she really very compelling. Uh, even, yeah. when we're, even when we're editing, um, every time you, you, know, you wanna have some archival stuff or some things that you're seeing so you don't see the person continually, Right. then we'll be like, well, yeah, but it's not interesting anymore. Right. Like, when you see her and she's telling you stuff, it's like you're dr- she draws you in. sucks you right in. She, yeah. She's right. so amazing yeah.
3: in that yeah.
1: And she's funny. Like she's raw and funny, <laughs>
0: like totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. In and in a way, your friend Lynn Cohen was as well. You know, Absolutely. another one who I feel like is had a similar type of, you know, I don't know if journey is the right word, but a lust for all things, and still had a that vitality. You know, um,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. It's funny. One of the things that uh, we discussed with Lynn was. You know I, I told her and I know this because I went back recently and I found the quote mm-hmm. uh, which you know they say that older when you get older you don't really want to have sex anymore you don't you're not as sexual as you she looked she, she looked at me and she goes what are you talking about
3: what <laughs> like, Lynn? Lynn, yeah. and, I,
1: and I said uh, well what do you what are your thoughts about it she's like oh my god no she says at times he gets even more with age and i was like oh my god you're so fucking cool like, well, she
0: she was a flirt i mean and she was also sexy i mean right i mean i saw i met her i knew her kind of we, we talked on the phone i mean and i would see her, see her i actually knew her a little bit because i was working she came into my place of work once and we hit it off and then stayed in touch, and then I, I ended up throwing a party for this filmmaker, who, she was one of the cast members, and so we hung out all night, and
3: you know, she
0: was just totally, uh, so much fun, and so, yeah. you know, so beautiful, and for no, Olympia as well.
1: Yeah, no one has ever met Lynn and didn't love her. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah. You
1: know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It was fun. I'm looking forward to seeing it again and to seeing you guys in person. Yeah. almost like too exciting.
1: <laughs> okay. We're going to hang out on the 20th at Olympus'
0: birthday. Yeah, I, and, I and the, if you
1: want to send something...
0: Uh, I'm going to have a musica. And, and, uh, I think she's got that
4: on the My
0: record. mom used to make it. Really? <laughs> my mom was... Uh, it's been ter- torture because... I'm, I don't know if you can see behind me, way back there, but there's a lot of stuff yeah my parents have so much nice so many nice things oh, but my mom was this incredible cook among other things oh, this right here i don't know if you can see this head this yes. little that she made and up there it, you can't see it in that way back in the on the hutch in the back there but there's another sculpture she was a a painter and a sculptor and a, an incredible cook oh. and she would make stuff from all over the world so she we once in a while she'd make moussaka or she'd make a paella or she made baklava. Well, those are obviously different countries, but she would also make baklava. Wow. Uh, my mom would get all the, yeah, she'd get the, uh, all the, the ingredients and make a fr- from scratch. I mean, she's just incredible.
3: That's yeah, so, yeah,
0: so yeah. awesome. I took it for granted. You know, I just thought, this isn't this is the way everybody eats. we <laughs> were a Jewish family, I mean. But, uh,
4: <laughs> yeah, but Jewish families are very open and the culture is, yeah. yeah.
0: You know. Also, it's all Mediterranean, right?
4: Yeah, exactly. exactly. exactly.
1: So, that's awesome. Well, oh, looking I'm forward to you.
0: Breaking bread and hanging out on.
1: Saturday. Adam, when, when is this going to come out?
0: I don't know what you mean. What you, was I supposed to record it or something? Well, what do you here's what I can do. I mean, I'm so backed up. But what I can do and what I was thinking about. You don't need it soon. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's better if it's closer to the 9th yeah. of July. Okay, we
0: can do that, yeah. And what what I also am able to do now, like, let's say, was I could always... I also have this great option, which is to put it on YouTube channel, um, even if it's just the audio, I'm saying. And what I do is... Um, I can use, it, you know, the link from that. And so, to promote... Because, you know, it's better if it's on the podcast because it's easier for people to hear it than to tune into YouTube and listen yeah. to it that way. But sometimes it's a nice thing to have in the meantime because you put up right away and then yeah. I can promote it and it's all about promoting letting people know about it right it's another source saying you know put this on your radar yeah, yeah. and tune in to on July, you know right. July 8th do you have like a press release from yes. did I get that or from no,
1: uh, a uh, a I get it
0: I used to get it Brahma Rama I don't know, I don't remember seeing one recently but Huh. You never know, but if somebody can can send me that, then I can at least make sure I have all the details yeah. and it's worded right, you know, et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah. Sure. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Sure. We'll do. We'll definitely do. Yeah, I think it's coming this week. Well,
0: actually, probably yeah, I get press releases from publicists, and some of the films are, you know, distributed by right. just by happenstance. But Abram-A-Rama isn't sending them to me, so that's that's. Did right you
1: right. Did you get anything from Falco Inc? Do you get
0: shit from? Them? I do get emails from them, so I might have something. Then I just missed it. Yeah, okay. I might have something. Well, I
1: will send you something. We will send. You right. something.
0: This is a reminder, but yeah. Cool. Okay. Terrific. Well, I think we have a good show here. I mean, I think it's yeah. where it was fun. It was spontaneous. I think we hit hit a number of the important points of the documentary. Absolutely. What more do you have to say? Then it's just it's just a thoroughly entertaining hour and a half of your time. Or
4: well, yeah, like, yeah, and
0: uh, it's yeah. inspiring to all. Yeah, well, if you're an actor, if you're an actor, you, have no, you have no excuse. You must watch this movie. Must watch
3: this, she right. is
0: a ma- It's a master class. I mean, she's a, one of the great theater actors of our time, as was her husband. If you're listening and you're an actor, you got to see this documentary because uh, my own ex-wife, who we mentioned a couple of times, it was at NYU. I think, Harry, I mentioned that to you and that Olympia, did a number of uh, visits and so got to meet her. Yeah. Yeah, brought it up her Olympia, in fact, that, that time we sat and we talked.
1: Yes, yes, you did, you did. So,
0: and also on YouTube, what we can do is we can put the, different, the two different conversations together on a little playlist so you can hear both of them, both uh, this one and at and, uh, the last
1: Oh, with Olympia, yeah, sure. That's smart. That's great. Yeah, which
0: is I nice. You know?
1: My God. But,
3: yeah.
4: You're so fucking funny, Adam. I love it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Looks aren't everything. Adam, are you dating?
0: Uh, I'm dating myself. (laughs) I don't mean that in a mass, uh, you know. Wait, uh, you live
4: with a woman now? Wait, are you living with someone? Was that back then when you were flirting with me?
0: (laughs) Yeah, back when I was flirting with you. I was on the phone last night with, with who I think you were referring to. Or, yeah, I was on the phone with her last night, but yeah, no, I'm alone.
3: Oh. And I'm doing
0: the worst thing, which is moving away from. Well, it's not like you can meet anybody anyway. But I've been, right. I've been, uh, you know, in a phone, like kind of a texting thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I'm, um, I'm letting that kind of go. But um, there was no future in it, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I don't know. Maybe moving upstate is not a wise thing because it's harder to meet people. Even if once you never know, or you, know.
4: you might, mean the wo- might meet the woman of your dreams upstate. She's just waiting
1: for you.
0: I not the woman of my dreams every year.
1: Adam, what's your star sign?
0: Is that the same as my astrological sign?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: yeah I'm a Libra.
1: When's your birthday?
0: September 24th.
1: Oh, okay. my God.
0: What do you know that I don't? No, I don't know anything.
1: I'm just <laughs> Libras are really sweet. Huh? That's what I know. Libras Pre- are very, very sweet, sweet and very creative.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that, like I'll that. take that. I'll take that. Why, where, where
4: are you guys? Oh, I'm a Capricorn.
0: <laughs> that day? Ugh,
4: I'm like exhausted just saying that. <laughs> it's so exhausting being a Capricorn. <laughs> it's your birthday? January 15th. Martin Luther King, you'll never forget it now. Oh. I celebrate the same day as my boy Martin. Yeah.
0: Good to know. Oh, man. Yeah.
4: I love celebrating, I have a day off. It's a national holiday.
0: That's right. That's yeah. pretty
1: great. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and it's a good one because you, you, especially growing up, because well, did you get like, uh, did you celebrate Christmas at home when you were growing up?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So did you get your Christmas presents and then like three weeks later get your uh, birthday presents? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Because yeah. you know if they're too close together. That can
1: sound- oh no no you don't understand.
4: No. <laughs> too close together.
1: Even if it wasn't the same day, it would have been like presents for the birthday and presents for Christmas.
4: Give me my presents is <laughs> what I'm saying. Right. No nope. yeah. excuses there. And Harry is a... Uh,
1: Sagittarius, Sagittarius. Sagittari- November 30th. What? November 30th?
0: November 30th, okay. A very
1: sweet Sagittarius.
0: Sagittarius. Yeah. Yeah. I've was. i never been quite, you know, like, um, into the horoscope thing, because I feel like it's always, you can interpret that, at least the ones that, you know,
1: you see in the magazine. Totally. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. It's just, it's like fortune cookies. Yeah, man. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. It's fun to read, but, you know, you don't. Can't live by it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam. All right, man. It, was, it was really good to see you. Really so good to see you, Adam. Talk to you. You look good. And I'm happy. I'm sorry about the loss of your dad, yeah. but I'm happy that you're, you know, moving and,
0: you it's know. a new chapter.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and
0: that's I've been doing point. all this podcasting now. It's And frankly, I could come down, if it's like, a you know, an important, like, let's say, uh, I don't know, Olympia Dukakis wants to do the podcast. I'll come down in person yeah. once we're able to do that kind of thing again. That is. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
4: that's true. Yeah but uh, I think we're probably going to end up living more like this than we know going forward oh
0: no, no no yeah no. I don't know people I think free. what we're going to do is at a certain point people just break down and you just say fuck it if I have to get sick it's worth it because
1: well being the, I, being think, I think
0: alienated is just you know it's just worse
1: I think the vaccine is close to coming out like the one the company in Oxford is already testing it I think um what?
0: I don't know all right I'm just a little bit more skeptical but Let's, let's try to be, uh, uh, let's hope yeah. for the
1: best. Hopeful, yeah. Uh,
0: All right. That, that'll definitely be the day, you're right. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Adam, I'm going to order some souvlaki's because I'm starving.
0: Okay, I, I know. I, I Have a nice meal. I'll Stay see you guys free, on Adam. Saturday. Let me know if I need to do anything for that other than let you know I will be there. I have no plans that night, and I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Great.
1: Looking forward to it, Adam. Thank yeah. you. All
3: right. I'm,
1: Bye, honey. Bye. Bye. I'll walk down the street and
3: there'll be a wonderful wind. I love wind. In that, I think about not having this anymore, not having that wind. And I have this flash of fear. You know what, Rosemary? I'm an octogenarian today. Is that toilet paper? <laughs> no, no, oh, my God. I'm 80 years old. They're unforgivable there's only one way to know i have to go out and find out is it time to stop
0: all right everybody thank you very much for uh sticking with me here um i hope you're holding up under the circumstances if we are uh providing any distraction or light in your life and then i'm honored Coming up on the podcast, Frank Padre, I know I've been promising that for a little while. Um, we have Hampton Fancher, who wrote Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. Ileana Douglas, the actor, podcaster, film historian herself, is going to be on. Robert Schwartzman and Talia Shire. And a tribute to uh, Lynn Shelton, who we all know passed away a number of weeks ago with friends of hers, including her collaborator, cinematographer on many films, Ben Koselka, actor josh leonard and filmmaker megan griffiths all that and more coming up on the podcast Uh, take care of yourselves and the ones you love